Welcome to another edition of Wedding Talk Radio. In this latest episode, we are in Las Vegas at the Wedding MBA Conference. Lauren Veris talks all about making the most from your bridal show booth. You can find the show notes and video on our website, WeddingTalkRadio.com. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So today, I want you to join me on a journey, on a journey where we're going to talk about your local wedding shows and why I hope that you all will participate in them. But why are you here today? I hope that you're here because you know the value of connecting face-to-face with your marketplace. You have probably tried a lot of things. I've done them all. Can I hear them? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We've all done them. And we should keep doing them, I'm gonna keep doing them too. But the one thing they lack is that face-to-face interaction that you can get. So what we're gonna talk about today is how important this face-to-face interaction can be for you and your company, and how it can really be a game-changing strategy. We're gonna talk today about why a wedding show, selecting the right show for you, credibility, networking with others, and designing a booth that captivates and converts. So, I hope you are ready. Let's get started. Okay, so there is a lot to unpack here. First, let's talk about wedding expos. What do we know? Well, weddings are still happening. Can I hear it? Absolutely. There's going to be like 74 million weddings this year, and there's going to be about $70 billion being spent. Having said that, leads are down, and couples aren't spending what they used to spend on this event. Couple that with it's a competitive marketplace. We are all fighting for the same dollars and there's less of them. So we're gonna have to, let's see, we've done some research. We've researched our professionals and we've researched our brides and they've given us some results here. 66.7% of the wedding pros say that bridal shows are very to extremely important to them in their business. They say they get a four to one ROI. So what does that mean? It says for every $1 that they put into a show, they get $4 back. I think they get a whole lot more, but we'll talk about that. And they're doing two to three expos a year. It's the brides, it's the couples that I found very compelling. 80% plan on making a purchase during or at an expo, 80%. So what that says to me is that if you are not in the room where they are planning to make a purchase, like they know that their wedding is coming up, they know they've got a deadline, but they don't want to make those decisions until they've seen what is available at the expo for them. 46.3% of engaged couples say that they are conducting vendor research at the show and that they are looking, 51% are looking for advice. I think this is key because what you always want to do is you want to create, you want to be their guide, you want to be the one giving them the advice. So if you know that there is a place that you can go where you can get this, where they're looking for advice and you are there to give them that advice, you are positioning yourself to be just in the right place. And 40% are looking to save time wedding planning. This makes so much sense to me, especially in a market where we are like Houston, driving all over town, when we always say in our advertising, save time, gas, and money, is something we always said, and especially in recessionary times we say that. I know for me, when I was engaged, Even though I worked at the Bridal Extravaganza, I wanted to taste the cake, right? Well, that was one day after work doing this, and that was another day. And if there's an average of 27 vendors that you need to make your wedding special, you cannot be going to visit all those people. 
we do that for you at the expo. All the people are in one place so you can meet them. So that's a big thing. We're glad to see the brides agree to that. So did you know that face-to-face -face marketing can build your business and increase your sales like no other marketing channel can? According to Zipia in 2023, face-to-face -face communications was 20% more likely, 24% more likely to result in a sale. Well, you might be thinking, I bring people into my office or I meet with them face-to-face. -face. What would a wedding show do for me? Well, I have five compelling reasons for you to say I do. And the first one is meet your ideal clients. This is one of the very few times where you can watch your marketing message at work. So what I mean by that is you can talk to Facebook, talk to Facebook, you know, you can say, I want this ad to run on Instagram and they're flipping through and maybe they stop on your ad, maybe they don't. But you're not there, right? So you don't know. You can't be like, wait, stop. Did you see my image? Did you read that headline? Why didn't you stop? You'll never know the answer to that. Years ago, when we were just putting ads in print magazines, if they're just flipping the pages, we don't know what is in their head. But when they come up to your booth, right there, you can see their reaction. You can see what they think. You can read their body language. And that's why I just really think it's such a great reason to be at a show. You're going to generate immediate sales and leads. Don't ever let anybody tell you that people don't sign contracts at bridal shows because they do. So I always say be there, have your phone ready, ready to swipe. If someone walks up to your booth and says they're ready to sign, don't say let's make an appointment. Take a deposit, absolutely. Boost your brand, network with other wedding pros, and keep tabs on the other, on your competitors. Some people like to say spy on their competition. But I really think that a bridal show is it's like a moment in time telling you what is going on in the wedding industry, what colors are hot, what couples are looking for, what they're responding to. You can learn all of that at a show. So how do you find the right show for you? Well, we have the answer and it is called Find Brides. So F is for goals. Focus on your goals. What is the goal? Why are you here? Are you looking for leads? If you're looking for leads, do you have a plan? What do you plan to do with those leads? Are you looking for sales? Absolutely, you can make sales at the show. If there's one thing I say, I'll repeat that many times today. You might also be looking to make appointments. I hear this from a lot of my wedding pros. They say, the show is great, the show builds this frenzy, but they'd rather have this one-on-one -on -one appointment at their office where they have more time to sit down and really find out what they need. All of those are good goals. And I want you to put some matrix to your goals. So you don't just say, I wanna make sales. Let's say, I would like to meet five wedding professionals that I wanna have a better relationship with, that I wanna network with after this event. Maybe I wanna have 20 new leads and how about five actual contracts that I might sign. That would be great. I is for identify your audience. If you'll look back to the clients that you've had in the past, they probably have some similarities. You do really well if they're nurses or teachers, or they, you notice that they all come from the same part of town. They all went to the same school. Maybe they all do an actual religious ceremony and then move on to the reception. Look for those similarities so that when new customers are coming your way, you can notice if you see similarities in them because you know that's what you're gonna do well with. You've probably heard the term avatar, and that's where you just, you, in your mind, you know, you have your ideal client. You know all the characteristics of your ideal client. That's gonna be super important to know when we move on to the next one, and the next one is networking and research. 
So now you're gonna have to network around town, you're gonna have to find out what shows are in the market, and you're gonna have to do some research. Where are they located? Who do they reach? And then this is my time for my shameless plug. So if anybody in the room is a member of BSPI, can I hear you? Okay, so thank you for being here. If you don't know what BSPI is, it is Bridal Show Producers International, and we are in an international group. We are a trade association, so the members are people just like me, independent owners of bridal shows. We meet once a month virtually, and once a year, if not more, we're here in Vegas, and all we talk about is how to make our shows better. You have to be vetted to be in our group, so it's a group of ethical vendors, ethical producers. So I just put a shout out to say, if you are doing your own research and looking for a show in your market, Please see if there's a BSPI member, and if there is, please give them a second look. The other thing about the shows, the research that I want you to do is find out where is the show on the food chain. And what I mean by that is some shows in your market are gonna be known for, this is the show that the couples go to the minute they get their ring. And if that's the case, they probably haven't booked a single vendor. So that's great if you're a venue, that's great if you're selling gowns. There are gonna be other shows that are great shows too, but they just might be further on down the food chain. They have their venue, but there's a lot of other vendors that they don't have. The producer should have this information because they should be doing, when they sell their tickets, usually they ask these survey questions to find out what the, what the couples have booked and have not booked. And in our vendor survey, when I asked, how do you select shows? 66% said cost, 61% said location of the show, and 52% said reputation of the show. Which leads me to D, which is discover the expo reputation. So every show is going to have a reputation. And you're gonna to have to dig a little deeper on this. Like you can't call me and ask me, well, what's your reputation? Cause like, I'm like, I got you at that point. Guys, I'm gonna tell you that we're amazing and it works for everybody. So you're gonna probably have to read reviews of the shows, find other wedding pros who have participated in the shows, ask your past couples, what shows did they attend? And that'd be a great way for you to figure out which shows you wanna to go to. So budget. What is this all going to cost? That's what we really want to know. And a matrix that I want to point out to you that I think is critical is something that I call cost per bride. So for example, just to make it super simple, if a booth is $100 and there are 100 couples coming to the show, that would be a dollar a couple. If the booth was a $1,000 and there's still 100 couples coming to a show, that would be $10 a couple. If the booth is $10,000 and there are 100 couples coming to the show, that would be $100 a couple. Well, none of that matters until you say, well, how many couples am I gonna close? And I mean, I think it'd be reasonable to think, I don't know, you're not gonna sell all 100, but you might sell 10, right? So if you think, yeah, I'll probably sell 10, you should probably know your closing ratios and maybe you do, you should get 10. What does it cost to do business with you? Let's just say to make it simple, $2,000. So you can anticipate that you will make $20,000 at this show. So that's something that you should consider. Then you have to think of all the costs. So you're going to pay for the booth. At some shows, a table is included. At some shows, pipe and drape is included. Here at the Wedding MBA for the convention center, if you're in a convention center, believe me, power is not included. But I've done some events at smaller venues where they just let you plug in anywhere. So just be sure that you find out all the costs when you know what you're looking for. Next is gonna be review booth placement. So the producer will have a floor plan. And they can show you that floor plan, they cannot show you that floor plan. For me, I don't have our floor plan on our website and that is because it literally changes daily if not more than twice a day. Just the way new people are buying booths and are moving them around. So 
I will talk to you about um, strategic placement, and of course I will try not to place you next to any of your competitors. And then there'd be opportunities for you to have a more expensive booth if you wanted to be near the front, if you wanted to be near the fashion show, if you wanted to have a corner, things such like that. Now people always ask me, where's the best booth? And this is a trick question, because I like to say, there isn't a bad booth at a bridal show. And here's why I think that. Think about these customers. They've woken up today, they've gathered their squad. In our case, they've driven downtown. They probably paid $25 to park their car. Now they're in there and their wedding is coming. So they really do want to see what you have to offer. If nothing more than the FOMO idea of it, right? Like I now know that I've seen everything that was at the show and now I can move forward and make my decisions. But they really do want to see every booth. So I don't think as if you might be in a different marketplace where that matters more. I think at the bridal show, they do walk around to every single booth. Investigate promotions. So what are you going to do at the booth to get their attention? And we recommend that you have a special offer that is just good at the show. And a special offer can be a discount. It can be anything. And hopefully it'll be something that doesn't cost you a lot of money anyway. In fact, I heard some speakers yesterday talking about their freebies. They're like, it's free, but you would have given it to them anyway. But they don't know that, right? So it can be something as simple as that. All that, well, actually, that is, that is a misstatement. I shouldn't say that. I'd like it to be something that they can't get later so that it is truly a reason to sign with you today. Because if you've done your pre-show work, if you've been marketing, if they've seen you on social media, if they are coming to this show and they're ready to book, they just might need that little extra hook. You know, this is the reason why I should book today. And a, a tip on that, 20% is never as good as $150, right? Because 20% of what? I don't know who you are. I don't know. I, I'm not exactly sure what it's going to cost me but I know what $150 is, right? I mean, that's probably three nice dinners and not even a nice bottle of wine. So they will be happy to save that money. Determine additional opportunities. So typically your booth is your first point of entry. That's what you're gonna purchase, but there's probably other things available at the show that you need to be aware of. Are you going to receive the list of all the people that purchase tickets? Is that something that you're going to have to purchase or is it included? Is there an opportunity for you to be included in a fashion show? Can you speak on the stage at a seminar? Is there a newsletter that they can talk about you before the show? Is there a web listing? All of these things are additional opportunities that you should look into. And engaging with your audience. Is there gonna be some form of giveaway, something fun that you're asking them to do inside the booth? This is where you're going to talk about that. And then strategy. I look at strategy as an umbrella that's kind of over every single thing that you do at the show, right? So if you don't have a strategy, it's gonna be harder at the end to know if you are gonna get good results or not. So for example, if we go back to the goals, let's say you did say, I wanna find five vendors that are gonna now be my friender, we've all heard that term, that I'm gonna network with and I'm gonna do business with. So a strategy around that would be, well, why don't we tell the other people that work at the booth with us? That might be a good idea. Like, hey, I'm trying to connect with five vendors. How about making a list? These are the top 10 that I wanna meet. And then why don't we put you in charge of two and you in charge of two and you in charge of two? And our strategy is, you know who you're in charge of, you notice if their booth, for a moment that there aren't a bunch of couples at their booth, you go over there and you talk to them. And when you walk out of that show, you have met five, five other companies that you wanna do business with. You're not just walking out going, I have no idea if I met my goals or not. Credibility. Credibility is critical to your business and your financial results. But what exactly is credibility? 
Credibility is being trustworthy and reliable. It enhances your reputation, attracts clients, and creates long-lasting business relationships with clients, with vendors, and with future clients. And if a wedding professional cannot create and maintain credibility, they will likely be out of business fast. So here's my credibility story. So I'm in Atlanta and I'm visiting a very large client. It was in a different market. He always used to buy a big, big booth in the front of the show and the back cover of the magazine. And so I was there to see if he was gonna renew and he looks at me and he says, you know, Lorette, you sell credibility. And I was like, no, I sell booths and I sell magazine ads. And he's like, no, no, you sell credibility and I used to need that. And I'm like, oh, because you know, that means he's not renewing. But what that taught me is the credibility that the show can provide. And in a market like the wedding industry where we're constantly getting new couples in, you have to establish that credibility. And that's exactly what the show can do for you. So we have a credibility formula. Credibility equals your expertise. So this is your knowledge. This is any creditations that you have. This is awards that you've won. This is samples of past work that you can show people. Your reliability, your consistency in delivering results, keeping promises and meeting expectations. Your trustworthiness, are you honest? Do you have transparency? Do you have a track record of ethical behavior? And perception also known as reputation. You know, your perception is something that you don't always have a lot of control over, but it's how people watch you and they see you and it's the reviews that they read of you. And that's your perception. And for many people, the perception is the reality, especially to your new clients. But together, these elements can make or break you. And over the next couple slides, we're gonna talk about why credibility is so important at wedding shows. So building credibility through association. So when you, have a booth at a show and you put your best foot forward and it's very professional and you're dressed right and you're treating everybody there with respect whether other venue where other vendors speak to you or not they see it they see it and they see that you are a credible company and i've had people say to me you know i was working at home i was trying my best i was always on the phone trying to introduce myself and network to other people but the moment i bought that booth i don't know it's just like i was real like the booth made me real. And it's like, oh, there's that lady that's been calling me for a while. Ah, I, first of all, I see that she has enough you know, trust in herself to invest in her business, but that, show, that booth gave her the credibility and that really works out well. So at the show, you should be seeking out opportunities to collaborate. So some examples can be styled shoots, a lot of the styled shoots that we will publish in our magazine tell me that they all met each other at the show. Lead sharing, if you're a cake person and I'm a catering person, that would make sense, great lead sharing. Networking, finding out about lunches and coffees or putting your own group together for networking. And open houses, a lot of times, certainly in our market, it's very popular that the show will be the excitement and everybody comes, and, but you're probably not going to book a venue without seeing it. So very soon after the show, typically will be a lot of open houses. And that is exciting. I mean, if you're a venue, obviously that makes complete sense. Where I would give my caution would be, and I see this happen so many times to florists. I don't know why florists, but you know, beautiful florists will be new to the show. So they'll have a great big beautiful booth, wonderful display, they meet lots of couples, they're super excited. And they're also so flattered because they get invited to so many open houses. Well, you talk to them about six weeks later, they're dead tired. They've gone to like six open houses in a row. They've made this big beautiful floral display. And some of the open houses are wonderful. And some of the open houses 
nobody comes. Because you have to remember, venues don't have the budget that a wedding show has to do the marketing to get people. And really, the purpose of an open house, at least in my opinion, is so that you can see the venue so that you can book the venue. So do I think that a florist should go to an open house if she's invited? Yes, of course, it is flattering. It is an honor and you should go. But maybe you just take a small bouquet and you're there to network, but you don't give your heart and soul and especially your perishable items to a show where you're not exactly sure how many people will be coming. You're also gonna to want to improve your word of mouth, You know, definitely network as much as you can and you're gonna look for referrals. Also, if, you, if there's somebody that you're trying to meet and you're watching and you're watching and there's just never a time that there are not couples at their booth, please, you just have to move on. Don't stand, and this happens to me so much, like I really do wanna get around and talk to everybody and say hello at our show. And sometimes I'm like, I just never got to talk to you. You know, there were always couples in your booth. And I've heard Alan Berg say, a show is a very special moment in time that can never be recreated. So that moment in time, like I said, they drove downtown, they gathered their squad, they're there now. If they wanna to talk to that vendor, you've gotta let them, right? Like you can't stand in the way of, of that business transaction because they can always talk to you at a later time. Okay, dreaming of a booth that captivates and converts. Okay, in case you've only been looking at your phone and not paying attention, look up now because this is my shameless puppy. So there she is. She was in one of our styled shoots. I mean, she let us put that collar of flowers on her and then she walked up and down the aisle with models that she didn't even know. She was amazing and I just really wanted her to be in my slides. So these are gonna be our tips for booth design. First of all, clear messaging. First impressions matter. Make sure that we can easily see your name, your logo and your booth number. Special comment on booth numbers, because I, I had this in my talk and then I was just on the trade show floor here at Wedding MBA. I'm trying to find a booth. All the booth numbers have been covered. I don't know what row I'm in, you know. So there will be a list of vendors somewhere. It may be on a sign, it may be printed and handed out, it may be on an app, it may be on a website. But somewhere there is a list. But this list is in alphabetical order. Well, the booths are not in alphabetical order. So again, if you've done a lot of pre-show marketing, if you have com people coming directly there to see you, when they consult this list, they're then gonna have to look at your booth number to find out where you exactly are located. And that's why I say, please keep your booth number visible. You're going to be able, you're going to need to explain your value proposition to couples just as quickly as you did here today when we started the talk. And these are some pictures of some show-stopping booths. Obviously, they're selling gowns. It's very clear what they do. And in the second picture, these are cakes. I can easily see their name, and I can also see a lot of the awards that they've won. So you can feel comfortable that they are probably a leader in wedding cakes. And I have two little stories about, there was a wedding planner. She had been in the show for years, but she had always been with her, her country club. So this is her first booth with us by herself. So she has a big, beautiful bouquet of flowers and she has a cake and she's got pictures in front of. And so at the end of the show, I said, you know, how was the response from couples? She's like, you know, I just don't think they got me. I just don't think they knew what I did. They kept wanting to talk about my flowers and they wanted to know how they could order this cake. And you know, the next time she was at the show, she just had a big sign, wedding planner. And so there was a lady that I interviewed because she was retiring. So I was like, okay, so you're retiring. What are all your secrets? You know, what would be your advice to pass on? And she said, when I first started out, I was very elaborate. You know, I had tables with, you know, candles and I really wanted to show off my design. 
But each show, I just got simpler and simpler and clearer and clearer because you just don't have enough time and you don't want to confuse them. You want them to know what you do. And she said, by the time that I was finished, you know, almost to retirement, it just said, linen rental. Definitely, it's so important for you to be on trend. You should be on trend because the couples expect for you to be on trend. This will ensure your relevance, help you attract modern couples, boost your reputation, and keep your place in the market. Your visuals must be on point. They must match your brand. Customers must be able to easily, okay, do I have Rebecca from Dream Bouquet? Yay, Rebecca. Rebecca has been in our show for over 20 years. Love it. She now builds a whole design studio on our trade show floor and it's beautiful and girls come to see it and she does a great job. But I said, Rebecca, what would be your advice? And she said, you know, even when I started out and my booth was really, really small, I always made sure that I had enough space to bring the couples in to talk to me, to kind of get them out of the fray of the show and to be with her. So I always tell people, look at the booth space that you're purchasing and then think, what are you going to put in it? all your stuff, all your people, and then leave room for the couples because you do wanna take that time to bring them with you so that you can have that one-on-one. -on -one. We wanna definitely say avoid clutter, avoid branding that doesn't match your brand. And then I just wanna say something about these over-aggressive sales tactics. Who in here remembers Friends when Joey was, he was the white cowboy and he was pulling out his perfume or it was cologne? You know, like when you go to the mall and you're like, no, 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 I don't need any perfume. And okay, now here it is in Vegas, right? They're hitting, they're hitting and they're like passing like, like what? But obviously they are paid by the number of papers that they pass out on that strip, right? But listen, if you're going into the aisles and grabbing people and bringing them into your booth, trust me, they are giving you a fake name, they are giving you a fake email, and they are not giving you their phone number. If they want to talk to you, they will come talk to you. So please avoid the over-aggressive sales tactics. And I want to point out the pictures on the screen. So that is me. I am Barbie in that picture, but I, they, they gave me the veil, they gave me the flowers, they gave me the sash. So that was the Barbie dream house. Talk about being on trend, right? Because this was our July show. The Barbie movie was coming out a week later. You could even get into the Barbie box and be like a Barbie coming delivery from Amazon. And then these guys, aren't they just so cute? That's their gelato trailer. That is, this is a picture that I got off their Instagram, but they did bring this, this trailer to our show. They did pass out gelato. They are really Italian. Like it was great. Totally on trend. Interactive. If you can come up with an interactive element that says something about your brand, that matches your brand in some way, we highly recommend that. So just today here at Wedding, I saw two examples that I really liked. One was the venue help desk. You walked up to them and, oh, I don't have my name badge, but who has a name badge here that says their state? Did anybody? Yeah, so I was like, I'm from Texas, I want my, so that's their first interactive thing. They kind of, you know, broke the ice with that. And then they were saying, oh, well, what kind of problems can we solve? And they were putting them on sticky notes and putting them on the wall. Very interactive, a great way to engage. This is Natalie. Natalie is a gown designer. Is Natalie here? I don't think, I saw Natalie this time. She has been a speaker at Wedding MBA in the past. So she, first of all, as a person purchasing a wedding gown, wouldn't you love to meet a designer, right? Because you know that she can look at you and she's like, oh, this is what you'll look good in. But then she was doing live sketching at her booth. So perfect for her, matches her brand exactly. And 
This exact image we put on our Google My Business, this has gotten more hits, likes, comments than any other picture that I have posted. So that really told me people really are responding to this interactive. So she was very happy when I told her that. And that other picture is girls going around in a photo booth. I hear this a lot through our research with the couples. They'll say, you know, a photo booth is important. I'm going to have a photo booth at my event, but I, I don't have time to research all these photo booths. But so many people bring photo booths to the show, and it's so fun, right, because they're so different. Some of them make videos. Some of them print. Some of them are mirrors. They love going around seeing them all. They can see what the end product is, and then they basically can choose their photo booth. As aside from that, photo booth companies, they never complain. They never call me to say they didn't get enough leads. You know why? Because every single person in the whole show gives them their phone number when they take their picture. So it's genius. So an interactive element will draw attention, it will increase your engagement, and it can serve as a platform for storytelling, breaking the ice, and it'll definitely help you stand out from the other booths at the show. So your staff. Who is working your booth? Let's make sure that they're friendly. Let's make sure that they're well-trained. They at least know enough about your company to answer simple questions. And I know I have Carrie here, Carrie in the front. Carrie is the hardest working wedding planner in McKinney, Texas. I know this because I watch her on Instagram. Usually she's dressed in black and she has very comfortable shoes because that girl is busting tables. Sometimes she's dragging trash. It's like, oh my gosh, she works so hard. But at the shows, she's in jeans and boots and all her girls have matching shirts. And you know, they're all in on the Southern charm and you know the type of wedding planner that they are. So I just thought that was a good idea. Great job. The picture in the middle. This is a company called Brilliant Bridal. They sell wedding gowns. They had these girls in this blue tool, but they took it one step further. They had little pieces of blue tool that they were putting in everybody's hair. So as the day went on, I was walking around going, it was almost like this ocean of blue. And I was like, good job, like, brilliant actually is what I said. Good job for Brilliant Bridal. So anything that you can do like that to make you stand out. Exclusive promotions. I've said this before, but I just I want to bring it up because it's so important. Probably the most one of the most important things you'll do is have your show special. Feel free to promote it ahead of time, but be very clear with people. And I beg you that you don't extend it. You don't extend it to Monday. You don't extend it to Tuesday. In fact, five o'clock when that show closes, nobody can get this anymore because that just might be what they need. And then somebody gave me another tip. They said because it totally worked an off, what would they call that, like an off-the-shelf or an unpublished. So if someone comes to you and you have, you're building great rapport and you're like, this is awesome, you say, hey, I think that I should shoot your wedding. I'm a photographer. There's other photographers here today. Please walk around. Please talk to all of them. And then if you know what I know, that this is gonna work out. Not only am I gonna give you the show special, but I've got a special special that's not published anywhere. You only can talk to me, and I'm only giving it to five couples, and it'll be like an additional $100 or something. And I've heard that that can work very well too. To just kind of, just give them that push that they, should yes? That, should that special or promo be like a QR code, a flyer, or just you telling the client? I think you can just, tell, well no, I don't think it should be a promo because you don't, later it won't be available, okay, so right? Like or have it in a sign, have it in a sign. That would be my best idea. Okay, thank you for the question. Follow-up plan. Everything that we've just done, and especially for like the show promoters in the room, we work so hard to bring these couples to your booth. And then we hear again and again that you don't follow up. And I hope for the people that aren't following up, I hope you just get so much business, that's why you're not, right? You're just too busy, you've booked enough, and, and, and that happens. Some people book out their year and then they're done. But please have some kind of follow-up plan if nothing else, here at this show, I've, I've heard it twice, at least myself, 
that, about these drip campaigns that when you get the email, you put it in the campaign, you have the four-part series, and we just can't have an excuse anymore for not writing these emails ahead of time because we have chat GPT, right? And now we've all been to the seminars and we know how to use it. So we can definitely put some prompt in chat GPT, say, I need a follow-up email, and you can have two sets. The first one can be, thanks for coming by the booth, loved talking to you, by the way, this is what I do. The second one can be, we didn't meet at the show, sorry that we were both so busy, would still love to connect, this is what I do. And then there are recommendations for these other series. Just please do something, something is better than nothing. And most of your competitors are doing nothing. So if you were to do something, you would stand out. A text, um, you could blow somebody's mind and call them. I don't know if they're millennials, they're Gen Zs, I don't know if they're gonna answer, but you could always try that. Post-expo success, okay. So how are you gonna know if, if all this work that you did was a success? Well, you're going to keep records. And it's really as simple as an easy spreadsheet. I don't want you to overcomplicate this. And so in fact, I've made the spreadsheet for you and I'm gonna give it to you as a gift at the end. Because all we really wanna do is say the name of the show, all the expenses that were included in the show. So not just what the booth costs, but you had labor costs, you had costs for decor. If you gave something away at your booth, total cost, and then a list of every couple that you met, if you had a meeting, and how much they booked with you. And then there's gonna be a total. So typically, I'll have clients tell me, I made $30,000 at your show, I made $40,000 at your show, and I'm like, yes, I mean, that's what we want. But if you don't keep track, it's, it can be easy to forget. And there's something else that happens at these shows, and I've heard this from many people, you know, there I was at the show, I met a bunch of couples, yes, I booked them, but also you have to keep it, take into account, you're not gonna put this in the spreadsheet, but just for you to know, they have friends, they have bridesmaids, they see you at the wedding, but sometimes someone will walk by your booth and be like, oh my gosh, you shot my sister's wedding five years ago, and I don't even stop, I don't even say anything, and then six weeks later, I'll get a call, hey, I saw you at the show, and I told you, you shot my sister's wedding, you know, th this is always happening because the show is like this living, breathing mechanism, if you will. So words to the wise, okay. So read the fine print. When you buy a booth, you're going to be expected to sign a contract. There are gonna be some shows in the country that have different strategies. And I am not opposed to being offered a discount in exchange for something. So if you're being offered a discount on a booth in exchange for signing a contract that says you're gonna do maybe two shows, maybe three shows, that's a business decision. And if you can save money, that's a great idea. What I don't, what I wanna caution you about is you receive a discount you sign a contract and you don't realize that you are committing to several shows. That's where I have a problem. So I really just say, word to the wise, please read your contract. Please read your contracts carefully. Know what you're buying. And then of course I have down here, check for your BSPI reputable shows. BSPI, one more time, still out there? Yeah, so we work hard to produce the best shows for you guys. So we would like at least just a chance. So know your competition, differentiate, don't blend in, do everything that you can to stand out. What you really wanna do is stand out in a crowded room. Plan, plan, plan. So from booth setup to show staffing and everything in between, we just want you to be prepared and follow up. The longer you wait, the fewer conversions you will get. So why a wedding show? Well, we think it's to expand your exposure and your client base. Selecting the right show for you, finding the right expo by using our formula, Find Brides, Establish credibility 
This will give you expertise, reliability, trust, perception, and it's all gonna lead to revenue. Networking with other pros. Some people say that this is the most overlooked aspect of a show is networking with the other pros because of all the referrals that come with it, because we're such a social industry. You know, we're not a bunch of engineers at a show, right? We're a bunch of wedding professionals who then see each other every week at weddings. So the networking really is big. And then designing your booth to captivate and convert. Please remember our seven pillars for captivating. And if you want to get this QR code, this will have the presentation on it. This will also have the spreadsheet that I've made for you. The first part of the spreadsheet is going to help you evaluate shows, what to look for, and when you choose the shows, then the next part of the spreadsheet is going to be actually keeping tabs of the shows that you did, comparing it to the sales that you made, because in a year, somebody like me is going to call you. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Hey, it's Lorette, it's time to renew your booth. And I don't want you to say, Lorette, huh, yeah, maybe, mm, no. I want you to pull out your spreadsheet, I want you to look at it. And if you made more sales than it cost you to be at that show, you should do that show again. And that's what I hope that you will do. Thank you so much for coming. I also, on the QR code, it's gonna give you a link to my Calendly and I'm offering everybody in this room who's interested a free 30 minute consultation. I'll talk to you about your booth, your strategy, if you want to send me a picture. It's, it's, I my favorite thing to do in life is talk to wedding pros and even more so to talk to them about their bridal shows. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, oh yeah. And I wanted to take a selfie real quick.